Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hey everyone, this is Jamie Jill Wright coming to you with Mad Lit Musings. And today is an extremely special day because I have not one, not two, but three guests with me right now. And we are talking about the new release that is coming out called Targeted, which if you haven't seen it, is a blazing orange cover. And on it are three author names. We have Natalie Walters, we have Lynette Eason, and we have Lynn Blackburn. And you're all here with me today. Yay. Yay. Hi. <laughs> hi. I am super excited to chat with you. And um, we all know that I like to talk about faith and our stories. But before we go there, um, the first question I wanted to ask, and I'll ask this of whoever wants to answer, how did you guys decide to write a novella together? Like, uh, whose idea was it? Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know, because it was two years ago, wasn't it? This is Lynette, by the way. Um, <laughs> what did we do? I, I remember, I don't Pamela. know. It was Pamela, Pamela put it together, our agent. We all have the same agent. Okay. And so I think we had tried to pitch something to someone or something, and then Tamla took it and ran with it, and Ravel said yes. So, <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just the lucky one. This is Natalie, by the way. I'm the lucky one who like got the phone call from my agent and was like, <laughs> hey, are you interested in writing with um, Lynette and Lynn? And I was like, is that a question? Of course I am. <laughs> Sign me up all day long. Like, it was not even, it was like, it was the most ridiculous question I think I've ever heard. Of course I am. Of course I'm going to do that. I agree. Lynette was, uh, when Tamala had messaged me about it and I was like, are you, are you actually asking? Because I feel like this is a given, this is a, this is an automatic yes. N normally in my writing life, I, I really do try to pray about my projects and, and where God is leading. And this one felt like one of those where it was kind of like, ah, no, this is, <laughs> yes, do this. So I, yeah, I think it was, I think Tamala had, well, I guess we've had some novella collection. Oh, I, okay, sorry. I do remember a little bit. Lynette has written two novella collections with Dee Henderson and Danny Petrie mm -hmm. uh, that all came from the, um, the Bethany House side of, of publication. And um, for those who don't know, Ravel and Bethany House are sisters um, under the, the Baker publishing group, I guess. And um, Danny and Dee both write for Bethany House. And so Lynette has written several of those. And I think Tamla thought, well, we have some romantic suspense authors. I, I represent all of them and they're all writing for Ravel and maybe that would work. And we were, I know for myself and Natalie, we were all on board and we were really glad Lynette was on board too. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, like Lynette said, it's been a couple of it's been at least two years yeah. um, since we started talking about it and, and pitched it and 
and then a year since we finished writing it. So we're really excited that it's finally out or will be in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm excited about it. I think it looks great. I'm thrilled to have it on pre-order so that it will arrive in my mailbox as soon as possible because that's important too if you're a reader. So um, Lynette, um, why don't you tell us, do the stories, do they intertwine or are they all separate novellas? No, they're all separate novellas, but they relate back to each of our series. Um, okay. So we each have a series with Ravel and it's, it's a secondary character that was in either one of those books or all of those books or whatever. So we'll see yeah. some familiar faces if yes, we've absolutely. read your preview. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. So Lynette, why don't you start out since you and I are already talking. What is your brief synopsis? What is your story about? Um, let's see. <clears throat> That's a really good question. Um, okay, so the story, I don't know. I've only written 10 books since then. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that was not bragging. That's actually sad. Um, so anyway, uh, it is about uh, Daria uh, Nevsky, who showed up in the book Hostile Intent, and she was adopted into the St. James family um, in that book. And um, she winds up working with the FBI. This is kind of, I think this is, I set this like seven years later or something like that. And, um, and then Riker Donahue <clears throat> um, was in a previous story as well. And I thought, oh, that'd be really cool to kind of put them together. And Ooh. so, cause they were teenagers when I introduced them in the series okay. and they didn't know each other in the series. And so when I decided to write the novella, I was like, oh, I'm gonna introduce them. And so what they do is um, Daria shows up in the hospital with a wound and somebody trying to kill her. And so Riker's her doctor and decides to save her and they go on the run together and defeat the bad guys and live happily ever after. That is the <laughs> best summary I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That so, Natalie, do you have a short summary? Oh, sure, I do. I, so, and you can't, you can't say boy meets girl and they run away. Dang it. <laughs> boy meets girl, there's some danger, there's a shooting, and then they live happily ever after. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so, no, for um, mine, which my novella is um, titled Caught in the Crosshairs, mm -hmm. it stars... Um, Claudia Gallegos, which is actually a character from my Harvard Secret series, a very, very secondary character, maybe even a tertiary character. Um, and then Ari Blackman, which again is just one of those really minor characters, but he makes his appearance in my Snap Agency series. So I'm actually bringing them together. They're in Washington, D.C. And um, my uh, they both work for the CIA. And one of Claudia's past missions for the CIA comes back to haunt her when the um, one of the Saudi crown princes, and really he's kind of the black sheep of the Saudi royal family, is found murdered. And she is actually found at the murder scene shortly after he's been killed. And so because she's a bit of a, a rogue um, officer for the CIA, Ari is sent in to go and find out what's happening. And his background is he's a former army psyops officer. So he's psychological warfare um, officer. And so he uses his skills to kind of figure out like, is 
you know, was, was Claudia going rogue? Was she, you know, what's her involvement in this murder? And so, you know, they uh, start following the clues and figure out that this is more of an international coup. And so they have to fight, figure out who's behind it and stop it. And then they get into a fight and there's battles and there's shootings and car chases. And then they, you know, stop the bad guy and fall in love and live happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sensing a theme. I'm sensing a theme. (laughs) It's the romantic part of the suspense. (laughs) Oh, so Lynn, when it comes to your book, then I'm assuming the hero or the heroine does not survive. Just for a twist. Is that where we're going? That's a twist. Yes, okay. definitely. Um, yes, there's a definite twist there, unfortunately. No. <laughs> I, uh, I'm probably, I don't know, um, on the scale, I'm not sure. I, I'm probably on the farther romantic side um, on my romantic suspense in general. In fact, my editor, when she was editing this, um, was like, so. I don't know. I feel like maybe we need a little bit more right at the beginning, more danger and drama. And I was like, no, I'm good with where it is because there's plenty. There's, there's plenty. Um, yeah, there's explosions and <laughs> I think there are always, there's explosions. There's a helicopter, uh, a house blows Ooh. up at a very important house blows up. So there's a lot, there's a lot there, but mine is focused on Emily Dixon, which my readers will know from my Defend and Protect series. She makes a very brief appearance in the first book, Unknown Threat, but she is the twin sister of Gil Dixon, who's the hero hero of Malicious Intent, the second book. And she's in Malicious Intent quite a bit. And she is kind of a fan favorite, I guess. Uh, My readers were super excited to find out that she was getting her own story. In fact, the only drama I've gotten about it is that she didn't get a whole book. There was some Ooh. like, wait, she's getting a novella. She's not getting her own book. And I'm like, I, sorry. So, um, uh, and then the best possible way. They're just very excited about it. So Emily is a physical therapist in Washington, DC. And she has uh, the kind of job where she is vetted and approved to do physical therapy on high ranking members of Congress and things like that. And so one of her patients is the vice president's son, who is a teenager, who is a bit of a pain in the rear. And, <laughs> um, and he has a secret service agent, obviously, who protects him. And his name is Liam Harper. And Liam, you know, she, she friends on Liam right off the bat, but Liam has not given up hope. And when things start exploding, and the bullets start flying, he you know, certainly has this opportunity for boy and girl to fall in love and live happily ever after after defeating the bad guys. So, <laughs> we wow. definitely have a common theme there. I know, shock, shock. I'm stunned. Um, stunned. Stunning, really. <laughs> I will say, uh, mine has a wedding at the end, but it's not the wedding of the hero and the heroine. So, there's that. Ooh. so well, anyway, but it's really so, great. Yeah, it's fun doing it. So, one thing we've established is we have explosions gunfire, <laughs> romance, and now weddings. Because that all goes together really well. <laughs> we think so. My wedding. We so back. It does not. in our world. <laughs> oh, great. So when you guys are talking about um, writing a novella collection, it's an interesting concept because um, it's a competitive market. So how does writing collaboration work? And how does that reflect your relationship 
with the Lord and the message that you're putting forth in your books um, as Christian authors. So I guess I'll throw that out to um, Lynette first, and then the rest of you can can kind of give your thoughts too. Well, you know, um, yeah, it is a competitive market. It's a, a very hard market to break into. But um, I think that um, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we want to, you know, edify each other and encourage one another. And um, I know that their stories are uh, glorifying the Lord um, as, you know, like mine, I, I pray that mine do. And I think that the more people we can reach with that, um, the better for the, you know, um, that that's reaching into eternity, I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. That's reaching people for the kingdom. And wow, I mean, <clears throat> you know, what, what more can you ask for? And so when the idea was, um, was bridged, I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, um, competitive market notwithstanding, you know, we all are on the same page when it comes to what our spiritual mission is and our faith journey is, and that's to reach as many people as possible for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think, and I think Natalie has readers that I might not have. Lynn has readers that I might not have. And so, and vice versa, I have readers that they may not have. And so when you have all three of our names on a book with basically a sampling of our work inside that book, then you know, we're, uh, from the business standpoint, we're going to reach people that we might not otherwise reach as well. So yeah, I mean, first and foremost, um, I consider my writing a ministry, um, it, but it's also a job and it's also, you know, have to treat it like a business as well. Mm-hmm. And, but I want that business to honor the Lord. And so that's where I come from it. Um, I guess the perspective that I look at it from. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, and and that being that togetherness is a unity that shows yeah. um, the unity within our faith too. Natalie, I know that writing in, in your faith is really important. Um, how does how do you take the, from writing your faith into a story? How, what what does that take from you personally? Because I know we as authors put a lot into our books. Um, so what, what do you feel like you have to give to create not just a story, but a message too? Um, so for me, I think one of the things that I try to do in my stories is I, I'm constantly learning as a human being, but as a Christian as well, you know, I'm constantly learning new lessons that the Lord's teaching me through trials and hardships and the good things and the bad things. And so, um, there's often times I think that the one of the things I think the enemy likes to do is make us feel isolated and alone. Like we are alone in this journey. We are alone in this valley. <clears throat> and that is not at all what the Lord has ever intended for us. I mean, he gave Adam a helpmate. So and that was because he knew Adam couldn't live by himself. And so I feel like for me, if there's something that I'm going through, there is a good chance somebody else is going through a version of that. And so if I can put in the ways that God has reached me or spoken to me or helped me into my stories, it feels very natural to write that into, into plot lines. If I can, Mm -hmm. because I'll have a character who might be dealing with something that I'm dealing with or a piece of what I'm dealing with or what someone else that I've witnessed is dealing with. And I can kind of, you know, shape that in a way that like is, um, glorifying to the Lord and the hope that he offers. And on that same note, I feel like 
writing as a whole is an isolating job and we are in our offices by ourselves. And I think the collaborative opportunity here to write with Lynn and Lynette for me has been able to be in this group chats that we are in and encouraging each other when we're struggling with plots or characters or our careers or whatever. And I can be vulnerable to them because they, you know, I trust them and I trust that they, like Lynette was saying, like, we're all in this together for the same purpose of, you know, growing the kingdom. And when you have that mindset, it feels less competitive and more like Mm -hmm. we're all in this together, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Um, and, and for me, that's probably been the best part of being able to write with Lynn and Lynette is the friendship that we've been able to develop and that relationship being able mm. to grow. I know that that honors God. And I think that that's awesome to be a part of. Yeah. I love that. Lynn, do you have extra thoughts to add to that? Well, I mean, I do think that it is, <laughs> I always have extra thoughts. Now. I just, that's why know, I said my dog barking. I am like, kind of like Natalie was saying, I feel like when we're writing our faith into our stories, um, I, I make a conscious effort not to have a set agenda when I get started. I want the characters to go through things and then I want to see how their faith impacts that and how, how what they're experiencing impacts their faith and how they wrestle with that, where they're going through things um, as a character who is a believer, how does, how does this thing that's happened to them um, strengthen their faith or, or cause them to have to, to struggle a little bit and work through some things? Because that's how it works in real life. Yeah, you know, we, mm-hmm. we have our faith and then over and over again, we face things, um, you know, some trials and tribulations that we have to process. How does this happen? So sometimes I'm not even sure what the faith element's going to look like in my book until I get to the end and I go, oh, look at that. That's where we are. And then I can kind of, uh, you know, hone it and tighten it up in different places and make sure that the message is there. Um, But I think it's more natural when I don't try to force it. It's Mm -hmm. just part of the process. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And it's always different. And yet at the same time, for me, it always comes back to trusting in what God is doing and his sovereignty, even when things are not going the way we would like for them to go, Um, whether that's because there's danger or um, uh, different kinds of struggles with relationships and things like that. And I mean, we all, you know, that's some, that's one of those lessons. It's easy to say in our head, we know God is in control. We know that he's working things together for good, but it's harder to live that it's harder to stay there when we're in the middle of something. And I think our books, especially when we're writing romantic suspense, where there is this element of danger and fear that the characters are dealing with really gives us an opportunity to, to bring that into a sharp focus of, Hey, this is what this looks like to live out your faith when things are tough. Um, And then of course the beauty of romantic suspense is that we always do have that that happily ever after. And I think we're, you know, as believers, we we will get our happily ever after eventually, you know, whether it's in this lifetime or the next, that hope that we have of an eternity with God and where he takes all the bad things and, and makes them good. We know it's coming. And so writing that with that hope that we get in a romantic suspense story is, is one of my favorite parts is that we don't leave our readers 
um, sad or discouraged, we leave them with hope. And, and I think that's one of my favorite things to be able to, to do. And of course, from a collaborative standpoint, I, I love like what Natalie was saying that we're all, we can be very isolated and it's great to have that sense of, I'm, I'm not doing this one by myself. I've got um, people I'm in this with. And the fact that as, as believers, we are lifting each other up and encouraging each other and truly seeking the best for each other. And I think that's a small, tiny little microcosm of what God intended the church to be, that we're always seeking the best for our brothers and sisters in Christ yeah. um, and not trying to one up anyone. We want to do the very best we can in our work and, and certainly do what we're doing to glorify God, but also do it in a way that just magnifies him all the way through. And I think our relationships can, can do that when we are getting along and we're enjoying each other through that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's such a testimony to people who, who pick up our books, um, your books and, and read them and not only see a good story, but they see the faith of the author coming through. And then when you throw three names together under one cover and you see the unity, you can see that Hey, unity can be found, which unity is not necessarily prevalent these days. Um, mm. So it's a blessing just to see that within within a small part of the world in fiction. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to ask you guys what's in store next? What are we going to be seeing from you? Um, and um, what are you most excited about? Even a release that maybe he's coming up or, or whatever. So let's take a quick break. All right, we are back here at Mad Lit Musings. Um, I had time to refill my coffee. No, that's not true. I didn't. I should though. I want to, but I will in a second. So uh, we've been talking with Natalie Walters and Lynette Eason and Lynn Blackburn about their upcoming release, which is a novel collection or novella collection called Targeted. So if you guys who are listening like to listen to suspense and romance, we've established there's lots of romance, but also have stories (laughs) infused with faith. (laughs) These are three women you're going to want to follow because they love romance too and guns and explosions. (laughs) Have I accurately represented all of you? Romance much, yes. guns should be like a magazine. <laughs> yeah, oh, that should that should be a new magazine. Yeah, that would be great. Guns and kisses. <laughs> yeah, I think we're on to something. I think we're on to something. We have something here. We can do this. We can make this yeah, work. Yes, there. This is your new collaboration now. It's the new monthly magazine, Guns and Kisses. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to have in it. You know, but. <laughs> I really anyway. feel like this is a thing now. I feel like in my head, it's like the starting to circle, like, oh, we could do like a whole little, like a quarterly, quarterly newsletter. And it'll just be about random scenarios of romance and, and weapons. Listen, I think it's a new hashtag, right? Hashtag guns and kisses. We need yeah, to I like that. There we go. All right. Now we're going to get feedback from, from uh, listeners going, yes, when is it coming out? And I'll be like, um, um, um. <laughs> All right. So um, Lynette, what is coming out though, that is actually coming out, not a fake magazine, but what is in your future or what are you working on or what would you like your readers and listeners to hear about? 
so um i got okay so what's coming out next uh that's i'm sorry i'm a little brain dead today um so <laughs> i just turned huh i was <laughs> laughing <laughs> you're good uh, you're good okay um so i'm thinking uh book four is coming out in what month are we in i think it comes out in january so um it's the last book in this uh whatever series i'm working on now um i'm sorry <laughs> i think it's the danger never sleep i'm working on about five different things at this point and i can't get my mind wrapped around what i'm just okay you can edit that part she's out she's right? the queen and so she has a lot of like you no. know there's, I a lot, there's a lot stirring for her <laughs> that is beauty this is so listeners can see that writers do not have it all together Lynette you are <laughs> a little our bit. mascot oh no I would have told you that right up front okay so. <laughs> um yes okay extreme measures that's what I was looking for the extreme measure series okay so yeah so that's what I'm working on so this is before this is Raina's story and it comes out in January and um, I'm really excited about this book. It kind of wraps everything up, uh, bring all the characters in from book one, two, three, and um, everything comes, everybody comes in and um, it was a really neat story to write, so. I'm sorry, I literally heard music. Did anybody hear music or is that just me? Just you. Okay, <laughs> this is why I write what I write, Lynette. No, seriously, I was listening to you and it literally sounded all of a sudden in my earbuds like there were no, Teletubbies playing. Ooh. So Ooh. whatever you said, Lynette, great, but I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> do I need to say it again or did you get it all? I'm it's sure all recorded, right? I'm sure it's all recorded. I'm just not going to have any great quippy comeback to be like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> I just have the Teletubbies playing in my earbuds. That's that's weird. Welcome to podcasting with frequencies. I think my Spotify on my computer started playing, but why uh, it was the Teletubbies, I do not know. So questionable. It's the gremlin. I'm thinking so. All right. Well, that was exciting. Thank you, Lynette, for that beautiful answer. I did not listen to. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> But readers, go get whatever she just said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Natalie, what is, is on your radar for future and current release and et cetera, et cetera? I, well, I have the final um, galley edit. So like the last, the last read through for Blind Trust, which is the third book in my Snap Agency series is coming out in um, April of 2023. Mm -hmm. And it wraps up the series um, of the agency. It's Lila and Garcia's story, which has um, everybody's been waiting for. They've, they're excited about it. I was excited about it too until I started writing it. And they were very difficult characters to write. They were both just as stubborn in my head as they were on the page. And that made it very hard. Um, but I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also a little sad because it's always sad to say goodbye to like characters I've grown, grown to, grown to love. So, um, right. but that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm working on a new series sort of. And so I'm just keep pressing along and, but that one's coming out. And then of course targeted November 2nd, buy it. Awesome. 
buy it. Yeah. That is there's true. no shame. I'm like, there I'm is gonna no plug shame. It. <laughs> no <laughs> shame. None. No shame in my Zero. game. <laughs> <laughs> and Lynn, I'm assuming you have a buy it for us too. Yes. yes. Go ahead, pre-order <laughs> right away. Uh, targeted is November, and then uh, my final book in my Defend and Protect series comes out in March. So March of 2023. So just a month before Natalie's. It's the third book in the series. It is Zane and Tessa's book, which my um, editor has taken to referring to as Zessa. So there's that. I don't know if it's going to catch on or not, but uh, Zane and Tessa are, and, and like Natalie said, I do think there's something about the third book in a series. For me, it's, that's my last book in the series. And I think because we've written these characters for several books, my the way I write, all of my characters are in all of the books. So we, my readers got to know Zane and Tessa in the first, um, very first book in the series. And so their relationship, even though you could totally read it as a standalone, for readers who have read the other two, there's a certain expectation and that um, that translates into some pressure when I'm writing it because I so feel the pressure to get them right, to get their relationship right and their, mm -hmm. their story right. And so I, I struggled mightily with Zane and Tessa as Lynette and Natalie know well from me texting them, telling them that it was a disaster. And so um, <laughs> I am super excited for it. I'm, I'm a month ahead of Natalie on this. So I've actually finished my galley edits and I have nothing. I, I get nothing. I, in fact, I saw bookmark um, design today, but as far as the book itself, it's completely out of my hands. So I'm excited about that. Um, that releases in March. And then things will be continuing. I am writing another book and um, there'll be more news about that coming up uh, down the road. Awesome. Awesome. Well, all of you, this has been super fun and we could probably talk for hours, but then everybody would stop listening. So we should probably <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> um, but in closing, what's the best way for readers to find out about you guys? Um, Lynette, how do readers find you and find your books? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, um, but the best, the easiest way is to go to my website. I really do try to keep it updated. Although, um, according to one of my publisher people, I was far behind getting targeted up uh, that Lynn and uh, Natalie were, but um, it's up now. <laughs> and so um, my website, LynetteEaston.com, and uh, of course, Facebook and social media. Great. Awesome. And Natalie, how do readers find out more about you? And same. I'm on Twitter. No, I'm not. On, mm -hmm. I am on Twitter. I'm, I don't tweet as much as I should, but I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, and you can find all the like little clicky links on that mm -hmm. with my website. And that's uh, NatalieWaltersWriter.com. Um, and there's little, the little icons. <laughs> and I would love to take credit for having my book up there fast, but I'm technically challenged. So somebody else put that, that the book up on the <laughs> website. <laughs> for me so <laughs> don't feel bad I mean, yeah it wasn't me <laughs> that's awesome I love it and Lynn I'm assuming you have a website too I'm seeing another theme coming on here <laughs> yes yes it is more of the same uh yeah so my website is Lynn H Blackburn don't forget the H mm -hmm. uh that H is important for the you know Instagram Facebook Twitter okay. it's Lynn H Blackburn all the things um because somebody already had Lynn Blackburn. So there you go. Um, and they never use it, but I'm not bitter. Um, anyway, uh, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, my website has all the information about the book and I know Lynette and Natalie also, we have newsletters. I, I know some people aren't really big fans of social media, but um, if you're not a fan of social media, definitely, definitely sign up for our newsletters because that's going to show up in your inbox. None of us are sending emails out every week, you know, every month or so. You might get a little bit more than that during a release, but that's a great way. And author, author publishers love it when you sign up for newsletters. Um, they like seeing those numbers go up. So that's another really great way to to stay in touch and all the links to all of that is on my website. I know it's on Lynette and Natalie's as well. Great, awesome. Well, thank you all for being a part and um, this was a blast. I hope we get more novella collections from you three because I think this is gonna be a hit. I hope so. so I yes, hope so thank too. Thank you. <laughs> all yeah, right, so we will. Fun. This is fun. Yep, we'll see you all later. Bye, thank you. Bye, thank Bye. you. Are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author? You can find out more about them and other authors from Baker Publishing Group at bakerbookhouse.com. Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com. <laughs>